Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. And I just want some blessings out to everybody who's listening today. And I pray that the Spirit will move in a great way today and, and a great power. And I just thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here with us, that you're guiding us, that you're doing the will of the Father, and that we will be moved by your power. And um, before I start, I just ask for some prayer. I've been uh, congested, had a cough from getting better, but I may sound kind of stuffy to you. But the Lord is good, and the gospel must be preached. Amen. So what i like to talk about today is the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, the Spirit of the Living God, the Comforter, the one who guides us and leads us into all understanding. For he is the Spirit of truth. And one thing I that really, I guess, bothers me is how people perceive the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit is the Spirit of the living God. He is divine. He is powerful. By the Spirit, we have creation. By the Spirit, our Messiah was raised from the dead. But a lot of times, I hear people refer to the Holy Spirit as it. I was baptized in it. Send it on down, Lord. There's no respect for the Spirit of God. So we need to, as children of the living God, Yahweh, that we must honor his Spirit who moves in us and around us and upon us, who guides us into the knowledge of the things of the living God, who guides us in the understanding of scripture, who empowers us to do the work of the kingdom. And I remember back in 1996 when I was baptized into the Holy Spirit, immersed into his power. And I'll never forget it. I was actually sick. If you've heard my testimony, I was actually dying from kidney failure at the time. I didn't know I had kidney failure, but I knew it was uh, crucially sick. And um, a deacon from my church at the time, which I grew up in, was ministering to me, and I wanted salvation. And I remember that day I was sitting there. It was a Tuesday, 20th. And when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when I was actually immersed in the spirit I felt like two people I felt my born again spirit was almost separate from my physical body and it was such a powerful experience and I knew the Holy Spirit now was with me as he is still today 23 years later And I, the change that came about when the Holy Spirit came upon me, when my father poured out his spirit upon me and called me son and filled me into the day of redemption, 
seeing things differently. I grew up in the church, but now I was part of the true church that I could see I was a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, not just going to a building on Sunday. And I grew in the Lord. The Spirit taught me many things and showed me understanding and showed me the scriptures and continues to do so. And I realized that I cannot walk this life of salvation without him. It's impossible. You cannot live separate from the Holy Spirit and be in the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is one that raises us up out of the muck and mire. He's the one that shows us the Father and the Son as well as himself. For they are one. You cannot separate the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. They are one. You know, a lot of people have a hard time with that. They see three gods, but there's not three gods. There's just one. The three manifestations of himself, Father, as the Son, and as the Spirit. And it's by the work of the Spirit that the gifts come to us. See, a lot of people are spiritually gifted and anointed, but it's the Spirit within them. It's not them themselves that they're able to preach and to sing in an anointed fashion. There are many people who have great singing voices, but an anointed voice from the Spirit moves people. It it causes people to be healed. It causes people to desire salvation because it's the Spirit at work in us. So all your giftings, remember, it is not of your own power but it comes from the spirit of the living God. And we cannot preach the gospel in true power without the spirit. And this is the the primary reason that we need the spirit to be able to minister the gospel in power. And we can minister the gospel in power by our words, by our gifting and maybe playing instruments, preaching, prayer, the prophetic, but it's all due to the power of the Spirit. And by the Spirit, he leads us to do the work of the kingdom and to preach the kingdom. We're going to turn to the book of Acts, chapter 1, and I like to call Acts the book of the Holy Spirit because to see the work of the Spirit throughout this, this book and is such powerful, uh, such a powerful message and understanding of the gift of the Spirit. I'm going to start reading it, verse 6 of Acts chapter 1. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the time seasons which are the father which the father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. So the disciples have gathered 
and they're talking to Yeshua Jesus, and they're wondering when Israel will be restored. And the Lord lets them know. It's not for them to know. It's all in the timing of the Father is in his hand, his authority. But he says to them, they will receive the Holy Spirit. And they will receive power from the Holy Spirit. And then they will be able to have the power to witness to Jerusalem, to Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So now they know that they're about to be empowered to do the work of the kingdom by the spirit of the living God. And that is still necessary today. We still need the power of the Holy Spirit to witness to people. And and it's not just speaking to them as where you live our lives. The Holy Spirit will change you in such a way that you will live a life before the Lord according to his will. As the Spirit leads you and the Spirit speaks to you, as he guides you and gives you understanding, you'll live a life to the Lord. I remember before I came to the Lord that, you know, I would like to go out and drink, fight. It was like my hobby. (laughs) Get drunk, go out to a club, get into a few fights. That's what I did. But I remember once I received the baptism of the Spirit. First time I saw alcohol, I felt sick. Changed. The Holy Spirit changed me. I didn't want to drink anymore. And that violent attitude stopped. I was slow to anger now instead of ready to fight at the drop of a dime. And it wasn't something I did consciously. It was something that was being worked out in me by the Spirit, and I was responding to his work and to his power. And now I went from going out to drink and fight to going out to witness, to witness the people about the glory of the Lord, empowered by his Spirit to do so. Even to the point I was not only out on on the street, evangelizing, I eventually moved and lived in the country of Mexico as a missionary for a few years and witnessed to the people of Mexico. And the Lord showed me a great many things there. And I went through some things even to the point where there was a a local drug lord who became offended with me and to kill me. But the Lord delivered me by his power of the spirit. And obviously, I was not killed because I'm talking to you. So the power of the spirit will take you to the nations, to the end of the earth. And you will not necessarily become a missionary and go live in another country. You may. But wherever you are, you need the power to witness the glory of the kingdom, the glory of our Father the sacrifice and the blood of the Passover lamb who is Yeshua, Jesus. And it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the power to minister the word. I cannot preach to you on my own. I never really saw myself standing up in front of people and preaching. When I was younger, 
when I was a little boy, I was very, very introverted, quiet. I rarely talked. My family still teases me about that today. You would ask me a question and I would just shrug my shoulders or nod my head or give you a facial expression. And they're like, do you talk? So you wouldn't have picked me to say, hey, one day this guy is going to be a preacher. He's going to be on the Internet. He's going to go to other countries. He's going to be out in the streets just evangelizing. You wouldn't have thought that if you knew me when I was younger. I had a speech impediment. I had to go to speech uh, therapy class when I was a kid. So I was very, very conscious of when I spoke. I had very bad speech and blurred speech. Add that to the fact that I didn't like to talk, really. I was not a candidate to become a preacher in the eyes of men. But the Lord, through his awesome, awesome love for me and his power, baptized me in his spirit and everything changed. I love to preach the gospel. I love to speak things of the Lord. I love to uh, debate scripture and doctrine. I love to study and research. These are my joys to know the things of the Lord and to know his word and to know his spirit and know his son, to know the kingdom power and I've been made available to me to know these things by the Spirit. He guides me. He leads me. He speaks to me. In the middle of the night, there are times I will wake up and the Holy Spirit will just have put something in me. And I'll meditate on it. And I can feel his presence as he manifests himself to me. Many times he's given me prophetic dreams. And I was able to pray for people who needed prayer. And one story I like to share, um, one of the elders um, in my church at the time, I was going to a place called House of Praise here in Lorain, Ohio. And I ended up praying for one of our church elders one night. I was asleep, and the Lord woke me up. He gave me a vision. And I saw I saw something like a silver cloud. And it was moving, and I saw it was moving toward the, a coworker of mine, who was named Rick. And this cloud just overwhelmed Rick. And I said, "Oh no, something bad is going to happen to Rick." Then I heard the spirit speaking to my heart, "No, Ricky McCardo." And Ricky McCardo was the name of one of our church elders, and he's still one of my favorite people today. And the Lord said, pray for Ricky McCardo. So I got out of bed and I started walking around my house and I was just praying and praying and praying and praying. And I realized the sun had risen. It was light outside. And I've been praying all night long for Ricky McCardo. And the Lord had specifically said to me by the Spirit, pray for his protection and his health. So uh, a few hours later, I called his house and got the answer machine and left a message that I've been praying for him all night for his protection and for his health. And it was a Thursday and the next day we had Friday night service at our church. 
and I went, and I ran into his wife, Helen, and she's like, Sean, Sean, have you talked to Ricky? I said, no, I haven't seen him. She said, he's in the sanctuary. You need to go talk to him. So I went to the sanctuary, and I met him, and he saw me. He came up to me. He goes, we got your, your message on the answer machine. He goes, you, you don't know what happened to me last night. Uh, or Thursday, or well, Wednesday night, I'm sorry, and Thursday morning, he was working um, at a job at a, uh, the gas company, and the machine exploded. It wasn't a big explosion, but the fact that it had mercury in it, and mercury, if you get it on you, it's poisonous. It will kill you. This machine exploded, and it shot mercury all over Ricky McCardle. It It covered him in mercury. And the people at his job, they ran to get his clothes off and hose him down, and they rushed him to the hospital, and everybody prayed that he was going to die because he had just been cold in mercury. And they got him to the hospital, and the doctors uh, did an examination on him, and the doctors were like, are you sure mercury was sprayed all over you? And he said, yeah. And they said, how do you feel? He goes, I feel fine. And they're like, we can't find a trace of mercury on your body anywhere. And he's like, I was sprayed all over. It just exploded all over me. And they're like, well, you must have had somebody praying for you because we cannot find a trace of mercury on you at all. And I knew that was the Holy Spirit who woke me up and by prayer, prayer and the Holy Spirit protected Ricky McCardle. And so I never doubt the Holy Spirit when he speaks to me. He moved in power. And he gave me the power to pray for a brother in Christ and spared his life. And I, I had no idea I was going to share the story, but the Holy Spirit is moving in a way he desires to move in me today. That's why we need him, because he moves as is needed, as he knows what is needed and how he desires us to go according to the will of the Father. And so it's necessary that you be baptized in the Spirit. And Yeshua Jesus was baptized in the Spirit as an example to us. Of course, he didn't necessarily need to be baptized in the Spirit because he was Lord, is Lord. But he did these things as an example for us and to fulfill scripture. When John baptized him and he came out of the water upon him, and that's when he started his ministry, showing that for us to do ministry is necessary to be baptized in the spirit as well as water. And so Yeshua Jesus himself has shown the necessity of the power of the spirit in our lives to go and to minister the things of the Lord to show the people the glory of the kingdom. Not the glory of ourselves, but the glory of the Lord and his kingdom. Turn to Romans chapter 8. If you're following your scriptures, I'm going to start reading here verse 26. Paul is preaching to the people in Rome, and he says this. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. 
but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, he who searches the heart knows the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So Paul's teaching us that the Holy Spirit and our weakness intercedes for us because we do not know what to pray for. That's what happened that day. Now we understand that story. The Lord showed me that day that he will intercede. When we do not know what to pray for, the Lord will intercede by the Spirit and give us understanding and knowledge what to pray for. And even if we don't know what exactly to pray for in our natural mind, the Spirit will take over and we will pray in tongues. And as we're speaking in tongues, we're praying for something specific, but in the Spirit. Now, I want to say here that tongues is not some babbling noise that people make it. Uh, like a baby, blah, 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 and you're just making a, a sound. The speaking in tongues is an actual language that you'll be able to speak without knowing that language. Told that when I pray in tongues, I speak a Native American dialect. I was praying with a, uh, a lady friend one time, and she started speaking in tongues, and I I said to her when we finished, I said, I didn't know you knew Spanish. She goes, I don't know Spanish. She's not Spanish. She's a, a white woman. She goes, I don't know a lick of Spanish. I said, well, you know, I know I know some Spanish, and I understood what you were saying. You were speaking Spanish while you were praying. So when you speak in tongues, it's an actual language that is unknown to you. You may be Spanish yourself, and you know nothing about Chinese, and you might start speaking in tongues, and it comes out Cantonese or Mandarin. You could be French and start speaking in tongues, and it comes out German. It's the actual language. So when we intercede according to the Spirit, He gives us power, for He intercedes for us and with us. When we know not what to pray for, when we know there's a a need for for prayer, you may sense somebody needs prayer, somebody in my family uh, praying, even though you don't know what the need is, but the Holy Spirit will intercede. Even when you're you're weak and you don't know what to do, allow the Holy Spirit to flow in you, and he will intercede on your behalf and your weakness, and he knows the mind of the Spirit for he is the spirit of the living God. And he will give you understanding. He will give you direction. And he will intercede for you and with you. You need to be baptized in the spirit of the Lord. If you've not received the baptism, not been immersed into the rural Kakadesh, the Holy Spirit of the living God, Today is your day. Now is your time. He's calling you. If you've not come to repentance, now is the time to turn towards the Lord. Now is your time to be baptized in the Spirit. Then you can be also be water baptized in the name of Yeshua. 
Now is your day to receive power to be a true witness to the kingdom of the Most High God. We will do this in the power of his spirit. Father, pour out your spirit upon everybody who's listening now. For those who have never been immersed in your spirit, Father, I pray you will give them a baptism of your Holy Spirit and of fire. And those that are in need of a refreshing, Lord, refresh us now in your spirit. Oh, Lord, I pray for a great outpouring upon the nations that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth and the waters cover the sea. Pour out your spirit upon us this day, O oh Lord. Immerse us in you and who you are in your spirit that we may know you, the Father, that we may know the Son, the Lamb of God, and that we may know the spirit of the Lord who is the Holy Spirit this day. So, Father, I thank you for power. I thank you for interceding for us by your spirit. I thank you for refreshing and renewal and guidance and love, power, health, life, all things of your kingdom manifest through your spirit into us, O oh Lord. And I give you glory and honor for all that you have done and will do for us, Father. And I pray even now that you're calling many to repentance. You're calling many to the baptism of the spirit. You're calling many into your kingdom to become those kings and priests will take their gospel to the end of the earth, that they will call and go and lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed. They shall cast out demons. They shall have power over the enemy, Lord. They will preach. They will teach. They will prophesy. They will sing songs of your glory. Oh, my king, they will be gifted in your spirit that the work of the body shall be done and they shall be a part of the body strong where Yeshua is the head. Oh, Lord, I thank you even now for the power of your spirit poured out into the earth. I thank you, Lord, that everybody who's listening is now open to the move of the spirit in them, in their lives, in their families' lives, in their coworkers' lives, in their friends, their community, their nation, their churches. Oh, Lord, I thank you that you're covering us in your spirit. Father, I thank you for your holiness, your righteousness, and for your love that you've shown us through the sacrifice of your son. I thank you that you've shown us by the power of your spirit. Oh, Lord, my God and my king, my Abba, my father above all, I honor you today. Pour out your spirit, oh, Lord. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I ask that you would cover my family. And all those that I love, even those who are against me, pour out your spirit so they may become my brother. Oh, Lord, I thank you that you so, so bountifully poured out your spirit in this moment. I love you, Father, because you first loved me. And I love my brothers and sisters who are listening today. I love them with your love, that agape love poured out in the spirit. My king, draw them in, immerse them in your spirit. Refresh us all, O oh Lord, in this moment. And I give you honor. I give you glory. <laughs> 
Amen. Receive the Holy Spirit. Be baptized. Amen. Once again, this is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X. Thank you for listening. I pray to move with the Spirit upon all your lives. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland. You can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Love you. Be baptized in the Spirit. Go and witness to his glory. Amen. God bless.